Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. Right. theme tune i love it hey guys i'm sai and welcome to ace podcast nation the home of our wrestling series keeping it real today's show of course you can get it in video format youtube.com slash ace podcast nation just like all our other shows and you can get the audio versions of all the usual podcast platforms and uh, of course we do shows on all sorts of subjects featuring top guests expert analysts and more subscribe to the youtube channel click the bell for notifications i'm gonna fly through this because we're doing a quick show today so i want to don't want to talk too much about this i want to talk to the man himself but uh we also opened up a merch store and you can get some keeping it real merch there as well so have a look at that uh, i'll post the link in the description but uh with no further ado as usual joining me is the man with the plan pro wrestling post wrestling writer and interviewer the goat the legend that is mr andrew thompson and we can see that beautiful face as well. <laughs> welcome my friend how are you what's good sir how you feeling my brother i'm real good mate i've um yeah it's been good we haven't we haven't done a show for a couple of weeks have we and um like last week i did like a podcast almost every day i was trying to because i'm doing one of this, this series which I've been doing, which comes out on a Sunday. So I've been trying to get a few of them in the can. So I haven't mm. got to like stress about getting them out for each week. So I've got a few of them in the bank now. So I can just just do one a week and just edit them and stuff. So it's just good. But uh, you've been a busy boy, mate. I know. I see. Uh, yeah, got, got got a couple things in the in the works. All good things, man. And then uh, got got some interviews coming out in the next couple of weeks. Some new interviews, which I'm very happy about, of course. But I'm always excited to do this uh this podcast with you to keeping it real. You just surprised me with the merch. I was like, yeah. I was like merch. I ain't even yeah. know that. I'm on my residual. Yeah. My, uh, what, 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 they, what they call what they call it? Um, royalties. Yeah, royalties. I'm on my royal- <laughs> royalties, <laughs> I'm baby. royalties. Yeah, I only put them up this morning. Um, just a couple of hoodies and some and a mug. I like the mug actually. The mug is sweet. The mug is must see. I mean, must purchase. Indeed, indeed, good prices as well. I put that because I'm a nice guy. I put the prices down as low as they'll go, so I get the minimum amount of profit. Because I'm mm. just, I'm just that sort of guy. So Teespring takes all the money, and then mm. I get, I get a couple of quid. But um, I think, mate, we'll start with what you just told me literally before we came on air, which is uh, a certain Mr. Jericho. Not, not always your favourite superstar, <laughs> but. Um, 
<laughs> AEW superstar Chris Jericho is going on WWE show, The Broken Skull Sessions, which is already available on the network, isn't it? Yeah, Peacock. Well, same difference, isn't it? Yeah, for uh, me, yeah, yeah, so for me, it's just on the network, and it's not available anywhere else, like YouTube or anywhere like that, is it? So it's, uh, I mean, Pe- Peacock is worldwide, right? That's just for the U.S.? I think it's just the U.S. because we. Ah. I, so my um, my I don't think you can even get Peacock in the U.K. I don't know about elsewhere, but because my network has has always been the same all the way through. Um, the only difference is now I think we get those tiers, don't you, where you can uh, get all the independent wrestling and stuff. But um, were you surprised by that? Because when you told me that, I was like, "Wow, I cannot believe that!" And I even joked and said, "I I think Vince might pull it when he finds out." <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you told me the story that um, Stone Cold had sort of said that he texted Vince and asked him, and Vince was, yeah, no worries. And he had to text him to check just to, <laughs> just to make sure he hadn't misread the text. Mm. That is, it is is quite shocking, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a big story. Like I'm I'm not a fan of a uh, of Chris Jericho, you know, because of his uh, out of the ring um, antics oh. and you know making an ass out of himself, but. I would be uh, completely lied to say I'm not interested in this story. This is a big, big story for a current AEW talent um, of the status of Chris Jericho to be appearing on WWE programming, um, especially on a show like a Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve. I think that's like one of their most popular shows. And Austin does like a really great job with these interviews. I think one of the more things I know me and you talked about it, like a lot of like one of the main things a lot of people probably want to hear about is if they mention AEW. It's kind of like you, you it's kind of like at this point, like, uh, with 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 having a talent the caliber of Jericho's status, I feel like it's only like it's, in, it's you, you just can't avoid the big elephant that is AEW in this WWE esque setting. Like I feel like they'll get into the WCW days and the you know of course talk about Jericho's WWE career, but it's like I'm trying to figure out like they like they, I, I feel like they'll they'll do something like maybe like the last ten minutes of the show they'll yeah. sort of like get around to AEW, but but I, I don't think it'll be like a big you know. Focus yeah, point. I I think um, in fairness, like Jericho and Stone Cold, they're such intelligent guys. Like they, um, I think that they th- they know that they would be like they'd look a bit stupid if they just didn't mention AEW for the whole show. Mm-hmm. But what they will do is, and 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 in their defense, all of these Broken Skull shows with whoever it is, they do focus on their WWE careers uh, and WCW or ECW if they've been in those companies. They don't, they haven't really ventured outside of that sort of format they kind of go through it so you know you could see like you say wcw ecw wwf wwe and then 10 minutes at the end they might even get around it by talking about new japan rather than Mm. mentioning an aew by by you know by name i'm sure they'll mention it i think they'll mention it because i think they've got too much respect for them, like their own reputations, let alone, you know, anything outside of that. But um, do you think that'll do? Like, I know we don't always get the we don't get the numbers, do we, for the WWE Network shows? Mm-hmm. But I think it'll probably do big numbers because oh, people yeah. people will want to know if they just literally that small little snippet in there. Like Jericho will be quite an interesting show, but everyone will just want to know if they talk about AEW. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, look, it's, it's people, plenty of people I know that aren't, like, again, like I mentioned at the top, that really aren't fans of him that are going to tune yeah. in. And I'm I'm definitely going to be one of those people because it's just, it's just interesting, bro, to see a current AEW talent, um, you know, 
appearing on the WWE Network show. And then Super especially awesome. especially considering that Jericho has like hosted a number of interviews with ex uh WWE talents that have uh you know exited they 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 left the company and went on to do these like you know very telling interviews about their bad experiences in the company and like it really shared a yeah. shared a negative light on the uh, on the WWE if they haven't you know already done that themselves in, in some cases. But it was just like you know it, it, it was just a big shock to see that pop up on the timeline. I thought it was a joke at first, but then I saw the uh the WWE Network Twitter account uh, promoted. It's going to be interesting because that's airing like immediately after WrestleMania night two. So you're going from uh, probably Edge uh, to to Roman versus Daniel Bryan going directly to Chris Jericho, former AEW World Champion. So yeah, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be cool to see, bro. It's going to be yeah, cool it's, to see. It's going to be uh, it's going to be really enjoyable. We may as well stick with AEW, mate. Um, so AEW's got this weird thing, like. So Wednesday, uh, Wednesday's Wednesday's AEW. I didn't think it was fantastic. Um, I thought it was okay, but I watched every single minute of it from start to finish, and it's fun. So even when they have a show which is for me just okay, mm. it still doesn't feel like a roar. So when you have a bad roar, it's bad. It's a struggle to get through. Like you're looking at the clock ten minutes in and thinking, Jesus, two hours of this to go. Whereas AEW, I never really look at the clock, but I did think it was only it was all right. I enjoyed the um, I enjoyed funny enough. I enjoyed uh, the Inner Circle return and the, their little brawl. I thought that was pretty good. I thought it looked quite you know quite nasty. Uh, I liked the th- the whole thing of them being stood in the you know in the bathroom. I thought that was quite clever. Um, look, this may be controversial. I'm not always up to date on wrestling Twitter, as you know, but. Like, I don't know how people feel about QT Marshall as a character. To me, he, I find he just doesn't interest me at all. I, I know he's a good worker, and I know he's had some good matches on Dark. But mm-hmm. as a character, to feature on their main Dynamite show, while guys like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are on the YouTube shows, I find that a bit frustrating. Um, I thought Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian was very good. Um, I enjoyed... Uh, the yeah, um, I enjoyed the Young Bucks segment with Don Callis. Mm. Uh, the little interview they did backstage, I quite liked that direction because it looks like Don Callis is specifically targeting Matt rather than just doing the promo to the both of them. He targeted Matt. You know, he Nick walked off. And he targeted Matt specifically. And I wonder if that is something which might play into it later on or whatnot. But what did you think of AEW overall, mate? And some of the points uh, released. I watched it last night. Um, I, I, I did think it was a good show. I, I really did like the ending with uh, Trent and Chris Statlander coming back. I think that was a nice way to, you it was know, fun. That, 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 that was a fun match. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. But that 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 match was hella entertaining. And the, the returns were real good. Like, I, I don't know how they have managed to get Trent's mother over. I don't know how. Yes. I don't know how that even happened. But like, mm-hmm. she, she she's like a character on the show, like a sporadical character, and like she, it's not even often. But like every time you see her, it's just like, oh, look, this Sue. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that, that's like his real mother, bro. Like that's crazy. But um, yeah, it's good to see Chris Thailander back. I know she tore ACL, Trent had a torn pec, so yeah, always good to see them. I actually like the QT Marshall uh, storyline. I feel like it's I feel like it's good, bro. Like I, I yeah, I like it's not the storyline. I, 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 I think I like, the story's been told quite well. I just 
he as a character doesn't interest me. I will say, sorry to interrupt you, mate. I will <laughs> say, I, I just cut you off completely. Sorry, mate. Um, Not good. I just, I did like the the stable that he, that they kind of formed with. I, I like those all those guys which they picked for that stable. I thought were very good selections for his stable, and I do like the story with Cody. I just haven't been too interested in him as. As a baby, maybe it's him as a baby face, and now that he's gone full heel with a stable, maybe it'll click a bit more for me. Sorry, mate, go on, you carry on. No, I, I like the QT Marshall storyline because they kind of been building it up for a long time. Like, if you paid attention to like some of the signs that he's been doing on Dynamite, like how he's been acting towards people of the Nightmare Collective, like even with Lee Johnson at his first win, uh, and he went on stage and thanked everybody in the Nightmare family, but kind of forgot about QT. QT kind of sat at him a little bit. And then mm. I think I think he had another match on Dynamite, um, Lee Johnson, and then he was getting his ass whooped. And then QT Marshall was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like even after the match, QT Marshall just walked away and like let Lee Johnson get beat down. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it was like yeah, these, yeah. Little, these little signs that started to build up. And like I even noticed somebody on social media, uh, I think it was on Reddit, they had said that like whenever um, so somebody was on commentary, uh, it was either Aaron Solo or Nick Camarado or Anthony Ogogo, like they were always like overpraised. QT Marshall more so than any other member of the Nightmare family. So they 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 they, they kind of like gradually, you know, built this up. And I, I think it was good. And Nick, I think Nick Camarado is gonna be like the big standout because dude, he looks like a like a it's, fucking wild man. Like he, he yeah, he's he like a dude like he with been, a beard. Yeah, he, 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 he looks I think do you think he looks like uh, do you think he's not he doesn't look like him necessarily, but do you think he's got like a bruiser brody feel? I really do. Like he's he got just, that he's wild, just, wild he's man just, sort he's of a throwback. Hmm. Really enjoy it. Um, what about uh, a go-go? What do you think of uh, how they... That was the first time we've seen him do anything really on... Certainly on Dynamite. Um, obviously, big boxing star in the UK. Like, uh, how did you think... Did you think they made him look like a threat during the sort of the beatdown? And obviously, he punched Cody in the ribs and stuff. That was pretty good. Yeah, just uh, keep telling people he's a pro boxer. Cool. He's an yeah. Olympic boxer, and he he could probably legitimately like knock your ass out if he wanted to. So I, I think I, I think he's already legit, like just off the strength that you know he could probably beat the hell out of anybody on that roster. So like he, he's he's already stabbed. I, I don't know how the wrestling part gonna work out, but I'm pretty sure he been training at the uh, at the the, the the Nightmare Factory with they and, and over there in Norcross. So I mean it's gonna be I I can't wait to see him debut. I want to see what he can do. It was kind of like um. I'm I'm glad to see like kind of transition topics. I was kind of glad to see that you know Jay Cargill um, came yes. in. You know she 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 showed up when it was time to show up. Like I know you and I have been talking about that for a minute. Like she got the she got the look, got the physique, got the height. Like she she stands out above everybody else in the women's division. And the only thing left for her to do was just so what she can if she can wrestle and she she showed it. She can go. So uh, ho- hopefully it's the same thing for um for Anthony Gogo. Yeah, for sure, mate. I um, I she's just a superstar. Do you think we might see her join that QT Marshall stable, or do you think it was just she wanted to target Velvet? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think it's just because she's beefing with Real Velvet, and it was just like add on more stress to to, to Velvet's situation and give her like a reason to yeah. uh, come out the Jade again after already um losing to her. Yeah, for sure, for sure, mate. I um. Laredo Kid, I always enjoy watch, always enjoy his work. He's so talented. Um, 
So we had the the Young Bucks come out with jo, uh, John Moxley to face off against Omega and uh, Anderson Gallows after their match with uh, the Lucha Brothers and stuff. Um, the one thing I'd say about the Lucha Brothers is they've been building Penta up as a heel for like the past few weeks with um, your dude, oh, I forgot his name, doing the translating. He oh, did uh, uh, a couple oh, of promos. Oh, oh. Alex. Um, Alex Abrahantes. That's it, yeah. Um, and they've been building him up. He's been wearing a suit and he's been like a heel. And I've really liked that, like, sort of slight change in direction. And then they had them team up again and face the heels in this match. But it's still a good match. And um, I thought it was really enjoyable. I liked the Young Bucks coming on out with John Moxley for a second. I wondered whether they were going to ambush John Moxley just from off the back of the Don Callis thing. But it looks like they're building up to the the Good Brothers match. Do you think um, there's any chance the Good Brothers win the AEW tag titles? Or do you think it's more likely the Good Brothers win the Impact tag titles back off Finn Juice? And then at the next AEW pay-per-view, they do a title versus title match and the Young Bucks win the Impact titles. What's more likely? I'm not damn sure the Good Brothers ain't winning the AEW World Tag Titles. That ain't happening. I I, I, I can almost I can put the bank on that. That's not happening. But I can definitely see them uh, winning the Impact Tag Titles. I, I think that's going to happen anyway. I think, you know, because Finjuice, I mean, uh, David, David Finley and Juice Robinson, like they're more so, you know, primarily based in Japan just because of the the, the schedule, um, the New Japan schedule with the, with the road tours and, I mean, road yeah, road two tours. Yeah, and um, yeah, with, with the with the big shows they got coming up, and I know Secure Genesis is on s- Sunday. Yeah, Secure Genesis is on Sunday. I was looking at the uh, the calendar on my on my computer, but yeah, Secure Genesis is on Sunday. And um, yeah, man, I I think uh that uh David Finley and Juice Robinson are gonna drop the titles back to uh Gallows and Anderson at the at the Rebellion pay per view, and then yeah, like you said, we probably gonna get the Young Bucks versus uh. Good Brothers match at, at double or nothing, and then probably the Young Bucks get the win. I, I don't know if it – I mean, may, maybe they don't do it for the AW. I mean, for the Impact tag titles. I don't, I don't think so. I think they probably just, you know, not, they don't want to overdo the double title thing because, I mean, I think that's a very prestigious yes. thing. And I think you yes. should maybe keep that within the confines of the, of the world championships, but you don't want to overdo it with, you know, adding the Impact titles, and then they're going to be like, let's do another thing for the for the, the, the Mia card title or whatever. Like, even I don't think Impact has a Mia card title, but, like, still – like you don't want to, you know, you, you should want to keep that thing prestigious. Like when you do a double title match, so just keep it within the confines of the world title. But yeah, I can definitely see uh, Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers at double or nothing. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree completely. Um, do you think, is a question for you, um, do you think it's time for Miro to maybe step away from Kip Sabian and become, get that bit of a more serious sort of upper main card upper mid sorry upper upper card main events sort of push or do you think him being aligned with kip is all right for the moment no i mean i i think i think miro's like perfectly fine for where he is like i've like honestly bro like i've never even when he was in wwe i've never viewed him as like a world champion outside of that stint with uh outside of when he was on his rusev day run like yeah. I, I don't, I've never like outside of that. I've never like viewed him in that light. I always felt like he was like U.S. Intercontinental TNT champion level. Like I, I think that's where he fits. Like I don't think everybody 
in professional wrestling needs to be that top name because you need people in the company to balance it out. Like just imagine if AEW had all top names in the company. Like yeah. it, was, it, it, it wasn't even like it would be the weird because the people would get upset at certain person losing. Like why is this person? Like you need people to kind of fill certain gaps on the card and Miro is filling a, a, a really good gap right now with Kip Sabian. And it's good. It, they're a good team, bro. And they got the whole video game thing going on. Like, I mean, I'm not all the way interested in, in, in the, in their stories most of the time, but like, I felt like they, they do, they work really well together. And I think they, I, I think this whole thing that they've been doing with, uh, with, with Chucky e. T, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy has been decent. And I think they capped it off like really, really well. Um, and on the last dynamite, yeah, it's been a decent uh, mid-card story, hasn't it? Um, I think my my one thing with Miro is I think the the reason why I think um, he should probably be a bit higher up the card and have, get a bit of a singles push in the AEW is he's not really like anything else they've got. They did they've they've addressed it a little bit more recently, but um, they have got a lot of guys who are kind of the same size and some of them look quite similar. They have addressed that more recently, but like I do like that he's very different. And also I feel like whenever he has been given a big push in the WWE or a good push, he's shown that he's exceptionally talented. He's shown that he's exceptionally capable of getting over with the fans as a heel and a babyface. Like I do feel that he's proven that he can do it if he's given the right story or the opportunity. You know, it's uh, it's one of those, isn't it really? Um have you watched NXT this week mm. and the last couple of weeks? First and foremost, I'm so glad Walter's out there for WrestleMania this season. Um, I was so glad about that when he turned up the other week. Um, but how do you feel NXT is doing? Obviously, they're moving to Tuesday nights. Um, but how do you feel? Do you feel like they've picked up a little bit over the last month or so? Yeah, I think they've done a good job like leading up to take over. It's kind of like, I, I want to say it's that like, 2018 NXT or 2017 NXT when it was just like one of the best hours of weekly weekly television that WWE had like yeah. it was probably the best hour of television that WWE had but they, they, I think they they really did a really good job of building up to this takeover event like it's a lot of excitement for I'm excited for it I'm, I'm gonna be covering that uh covering uh, both nights live over there on uh, post wrestling, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the takeover, man. It's a good lineup, like a real, real good lineup. I'm I'm glad I'm, I like the way they they formatted the card, like night one on USA and um and Peacock is kind of like it, it it's it's kind of like a show that you possibly could get on a on an NXT, and then night two kind of feels like the big shebang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if that's like if I'm phrasing that right, but you got the, the NXT title match, you got the um the North America title match, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to see what they do with uh or night one with with EO and Raquel. I think Raquel gonna take the title off EO just how they've been building Raquel up. Um, but but, but maybe we see uh like cause I, I the, the the way they've been presenting Dakota Kai, it's like they kind of been putting her like as a um like they've been putting her to the wayside a little bit. Like even when EO yeah. stepped to Raquel, she like just completely dismissed the Dakota as if she wasn't there, like standing in front of her. So I, it's gonna be interesting to see how they factor in Dakota Kai into this. Um, I think I think uh, for the tag title match, I think they need to put the titles on uh, Crystal Young veterans. I feel like it's always money. In the, I feel like it's always money in the baby face. I, I I think MSK should win the titles eventually, like maybe four or five months later down the line, three months later, three months down the line. But I feel like it's always money in the baby face team chasing the belts, and especially considering that they never even got their shot at the titles. I feel like it just adds even more fuel to the fire of the, of the, of the overall feud if they you know 
if they'd be like, hey, you know, the only reason y'all won the title is because I got hurt and uh, deferring uh, Wesley. So, yeah, I, I think um, that the, the card is looking nice, man, and I'm excited for it. I, I, I really can't call it who they um, as far as Valor and the Cross. Like, I, I can't call it. Like, I, I think they're going to put the title on Cross, but I can see them keeping it on Finn. Like, you know, I, I, I genuinely can't call it. I think my main thing with that, uh, the reason I think they might not put the title on Cross is because I think he's probably the most likely NXT star, maybe outside of Io Shirai, to turn up on Raw or SmackDown after Mania. Um, like, I I believe that Vinny Mac is going to have one look at... <laughs> Vinny uh, Mac. Vinny Mac going to have one look at... Uh, Carrying Cross and his entrance and everything yeah. about it. I'm about to say, wait, wait till he found out Scarlet can wrestle. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. It's uh, it's a weird one, but I, yeah, I, I don't know, because I, I, you know, the story really should be Carrying Cross regaining his title. Like it should be that he he was, you know, he only lost it because he was injured, but. I just think that he's going to be on there, uh, on the on Raw or SmackDown soon enough. Um, what did you make of uh, Raw last week? I thought it was dreadful. Apart from look, as I'm not going to be a dead horse, but the Fiend versus uh, Randy Orton it entertained me, and I know there's a lot of people who really enjoy it. I also know there's a lot of people who just hate it. I get it. It is what it is. It's something different. It's not supposed to be traditional wrestling. It's like a cross between cinematic and horror type characters. I really enjoy it. I think it's really great. I love all the callbacks to the, you know, storylines and Husky Harris and all these different callbacks that they've had. But I do understand why people don't like it as well. It is kind of what it is. Um, what do you think of the Fiend's new look as well? By the way, I've spoken to you since first uh, Like I'm, I'm like completely like disinterested in anything. Like Monday night, I'm not even. The only, the only reason I watch it, bro, because I got a cover for the site. Like, yeah, but the shit is more. I'm not interested in like much of anything they got going. Like they broke up the herd business. And I was like, oh, mate, what on earth was that? Um, so uh, I can't really talk about something which I read earlier because it was behind a paywall, and I respect the people who um who reported it. So I'll wait for that to come out. But all I will say is that um, it's not just us who are unhappy with it, shall we say. Um, mm. But it was a, a, a Vinnie Mac decision made, as, you know, as these things are. Of course. Um, I mean, I, I just think it was like, it was just completely was pointless. But I mean, I, I kind of see like, they they want Drew McIntyre to be the baby face going into WrestleMania. They want, you know, to have people root for him. I'm like, I feel like there's much better ways than making the, than breaking up the faction that kind of been holding your programming down uh, since last summer. Like, you know, I, I, question, think it was just, I, I think it was just like, you know, kind of pointless and they didn't really need it. I feel like Bobby Lashley was on such a roll. Like, I feel like they was doing such a good job with him, like off the past three or four weeks that, you know, he was WWE champion uh, leading up to where we are now. And I'm just like, how the hell did you manage to have him presented in such light? where he was like this really big deal to where now it's just like, I can like really see Drew McIntyre just like taking the title off this dude. Like I don't, I, I yeah. like right now, I, I don't even think Bobby is retaining him, bro. Like, I, like I, I like when I have that 
like when I'm watching my wrestling, I like when I see these title matches and it's like that little bit of doubt in my mind, like even with Cross and Balor, like I can't call it. And that's why I'm so yeah. interested in it because I don't, I, I can't really put my finger on who's going to win. With, with McIntyre and Lashley, just with the way things have been going, I'm like, dude, Drew McIntyre's winning the title, bro. He's winning yeah. the title. Like it's, it's like not even, not even like with Edge, Roman, and Brian. I'm interested because I can't call it. I don't know. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, I can't call it because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good because you just don't know. But with McIntyre and Lashley, it's like, and predictable isn't always bad, but I feel like in this situation it is. And I understand they want to get Drew McIntyre's big moment, you know, because he didn't have one last year. But I feel like you're kind of doing a bit of, of, of a disservice to Lashley for, you know, you, you basically built this dude up to make him a big deal just to break him back, back, break him back down, which was like, you know, like, what was the point? But my problem with it is, right, if you want to get Drew McIntyre over as the babyface, I would argue that there's more chance of the fans cheering Bobby Lashley now without the Hurt Business than there was with with them. Because with them, he can be outnumbered. He's a big dude as well. He can be outnumbered. They can work as heels in the build-up, etc. Whereas now, people are pissed off because the Hurt Business, was. everyone enjoyed it, even if they would have booed him because they're heels. Everyone enjoyed the work they're doing and that Bobby Lashley's done and that Cedric was finally getting something. And now... They've broken them up, so I feel like all those guys have got more chance of being cheered, which kind of negates what they're trying to do from a heel baby voice point of view. For me, anyway, it's uh, it, you know it remains to be seen. You mentioned um, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Um, Jeremy Lambert of uh, Fightful and uh, a mutual friend of ours, he um, he made a really good point on his podcast this week where he said Daniel Bryan and Edge are just being portrayed as like really like little bitches and like i know he said it a bit tongue-in-cheek and stuff but i haven't really liked the way they've presented the both of them in the last week or two just i don't know a bit whingy for me but equally really looking forward to the match roman reigns is he's done the unthinkable and uh, made me really enjoy his work for this past year mm. Never thought I'd say that a few years ago, but um, no, I just didn't enjoy his stuff at all. Like I just really didn't enjoy it. And now like he's one of my favorite things on WWE TV. Um, mm. It's a difficult, I the what they've done with the Bianca and um, Sasha build is painful to watch, but you know, the match is going to be great. I just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like they've just dropped the ball with the or so many of these programs. Um so it's the it's the, it's the usual oh can 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 the can the two people facing at WrestleMania yeah. coexist? Oh, <laughs> so lazy. Um, yeah, and funny enough, I was watching something this week, another podcast, I can't remember what it was, and they said WWE is so lazy, but what they should do is that there's so many male uh, tropes and storylines from over the years of wrestling, which have never been used with female wrestlers, that you could use those if you want to be lazy and you don't want to be creative. Like, use those templates instead mm. of just re redoing the same stuff. Because, like, yeah, I just, I didn't enjoy it. I uh, haven't been enjoying it at all. Um, yeah, but I, 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 feel like, I feel like they kind of got it clogged up with a... Uh... Reginald, I don't think he should have been as involved in that yeah. story. I, I feel like Sasha and Bianca had two personalities that can carry a 
seven week, eight week story. And I don't think it's oh, any yeah. difficult. Like, I think it was just, I, it, I, I think they kind of overcomplicated a little bit. I feel like sometimes WWE, like when they have a really good story between two big personalities, they kind of overcomplicated because they, they, they don't believe that these two people can just simply carry the story just off the strength of their personalities. And I feel like Bianca and Sasha are two people that could have easily done, like even with the stuff they're doing now, you could have easily built it off up of like Sasha acknowledging Bianca being a superstar level talent. And then over, or like gradually over time, you know, she starts to get like, get on her a little bit about being a rookie. And you know, that kind of Bianca kind of takes offense to that a little bit. And then they just, you know, just start building up that tension until they eventually come to blows. And then like, I think that would have been, you know, just enough, you know, to get them to WrestleMania. Like, but they they decided to insert Reginald and like, you know, he didn't really like I feel like I feel like he was good for it for like a week, week or two. Yes. But like I feel like they kind of dragged it out a little bit. Like he didn't need to be as involved as he was. But like, I mean, at this point, it's just like, you know, we, we already here. You know, I I think it's the only thing left to do for them to do is just go deliver the match that I think most people are expecting. I think they're gonna headline uh WrestleMania, I know I, I know Drew McIntyre said in a bunch of interviews that he wants to be the first one to go out. And, you know, we recently found out that uh that there, there won't be – assumably there won't be a pre-show because the, uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the SmackDown tag title match is going to be taking place on next week's SmackDown, mm. which was taped. Uh, mm. So, yeah. Uh, but you yeah know, I, I, feel, I feel bad for the people that's going to be on the um, – kind of on that show a little bit because I'm, I'm pretty sure they want to go out there and be in front of the fans too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, like it's it's kind of sad that Rey Mysterio won't be able to be on WrestleMania with his son, yeah. but you know, I feel like it's um, it's a bit ridiculous because there's two nights they could have easily done the the battle royal to on open up uh, open up night two or on a pre-show of night two or just done a pre-show on on night two. There's so many weird things they could have done. Um, like um, I think it's an absolute disgrace that Bailey has not got a singles match. In a, after her run as champion to not have a singles match when they've got two nights for, uh, of matches to fill. I think it's disgraceful. Um, I know there's a women's tag team uh, match or some sort of thing going on where they're going to do a contenders match on the first night and then the title match on the second night. What I would like to see is I would have Bailey and Charlotte team, but I wouldn't announce it beforehand. So I'd have Charlotte just turn up um and then have them i'd have them beat shana and uh naya on night two but um what do you think about that first of all and then i want to answer, ask you one question then to finish us off because i gotta go your ideas suck yeah come on there's a good <laughs> idea that's a good idea <laughs> no I'm, I'm just mad I'm, ideas, I, mean, I mean just i mean it gives something to do like yeah. you know i, I think I, history as well yeah just give him something to do. Like, I mean, you know, I, I feel like, you know, if you, if you, if, like, I don't know how Bailey, like you said, I don't know how Bailey doesn't have a singles match. She damn near carried him. Uh, pop, pop, but one of the people that carried him through that pandemic era when it first started all the way to where we are now. So you would think that she would have something to do with WrestleMania, but you know, but I, I mean, her team with Charlotte and getting the tag team titles, that don't seem like a bad idea. I don't know where the hell they're going to go from that. That seemed like a kind of like an off the whim decision where, you know, they don't have anything planned after that, but I mean, it'll make for a good moment. I guess. Yeah. Um, right. So last question, mate, to finish this off. In your opinion, who do you think they will pick to have the first entrance in front of the fans? And who do you think it should be? 
So <laughs> who who I think they're gonna pick? Uh don't Terry, Terry Belair. Don't say it, brother. Terry Belair. I'm telling yeah, you. I think I'm, I, I'm I'm telling you, bro. Like I'm like I only I don't even get like I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Like I'm I'm like so far gone off Hulk Hogan, bro. Uh, Terry uh, Belair. Like, 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 like I I know for I don't even I'm, I'm, when I say that I mean I don't even get like worked up about it no more because like I'm just like so like you, you ever been like just like yeah like, over it. You know what I'm saying? Like that like that like kind of disgusted with a person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't it don't even phase you anymore. Like it's yeah. just like. You, that, that's how I kind of look at Hulk Hogan. Like he's like not even like there to me anymore. I'm happy. I'm happy as hell for Titus though. Like I'm happy for him. Yeah, like, yeah, like, he deserves it. Yeah, he, he deserves it. Like you want to know what's funny? I was listening to an interview Bianca Belair did, and the the dude asked her what she thought about Hogan and um Titus hosting WrestleMania. All, all, all she did was uh praise Titus. It was hilarious. Like she she you, you could tell it like she like you know just a completely avoided Hogan. Like it was hilarious. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed that, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Terry, good old Terry, mm. horrible ass Terry, racist, racist ass Terry. But yeah, it's, <laughs> but but I think it should be uh, probably Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, I Drew. I wouldn't be surprised. Is it outside the stadium? Is it yeah, like so? And will it be dark when they start, or will it be daytime? So daylight savings time. Uh, kind of yeah. They, so yeah, it's gonna it's, it's still it's gonna be sunny outside. I should say that right, it's gonna okay. be sunny. It's gonna be sunny outside. Because I was gonna say if it was dark, I wouldn't but, be but, against but, but, the fiend. But not like um first entrance. But but, but not like true. not like all you know super. But like, it's gonna be like it's it's gonna be nice weather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gonna be like, like stuff like, like, like it's reflecting on the camera and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, even the time type stuff. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna look nice. It should look nice outside. Yeah. So see, see, I was gonna say if it was dark. Then I'd say go go for the fiends because he's got such a uh, phenomenal entrance with Alexa Bliss as well. That would be an amazing spectacle for the first reaction from fans and stuff. Everyone loves the song, etc. But if it's going to be light, you don't want it then. So I'd say yeah, Drew. Um, I mean, you could go with who else is on night one? Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns is going to be night two. Um, and this is the problem: they've nerfed all their baby faces. I mean, Kevin Owens maybe could be a good... I'm looking forward to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. is one of the few matches that I'm genuinely looking forward to because they will kill themselves trying to put on a show, especially in front of fans. Um, yeah, Drew seems like the kind of obvious choice, doesn't he? Um, it is what it is, mate. I wish, I, had, I wish we had another sort of 20 minutes or so, but I've got a live show in a, a very short amount of time, so I've got to chip off. I appreciate you fitting me in, though, mate. And um, hopefully, we can sort something out next week. Because next week, I'm a lot more free of t- free with my uh, my time. So I'll uh, try and work to your schedule, and we'll get another slot in. And it's been great to have you on camera, mate, as well. Always love that. Uh, follow Andrew at uh, at ad thompson underscore underscore, and of course, subscribe youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson Thompson interviews. Uh, I urge you all. The links to that, that is in the description below. His YouTube channel is in the description below. Subscribe to it because he is a legend of a man. Uh, subscribe to us as well. Click the bells for notification. And uh, you'll see below there, there's a nice little link for some merchandise from Ace Podcast Nation. If you really like to support us. And uh, maybe one day 
I'll sort out a Patreon, which people keep telling me I should do. But what can I say? Andrew, my friend, it's been a pleasure, as always. Take it easy, my friend. See you soon. Network.